0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Abide Forever. My name is Dr. Ebony Robinson, and I welcome you guys back into this broadcast. I pray that you all have had a blessed week. Um, and you know what? Last week um, on Abide Forever, uh, I issued a challenge and um, invited you guys to go on a seven-day fast. And I'll tell you, um, for me, I, I did do the seven day fast and I went on a mental fast. OK, and I'll tell you what, I'm not done. I'm going to have to I'm going to roll this thing another seven days. But um, during that time, um, I was fasting from entertaining negative thoughts Um, I was fasting from negative self-talk. I was fasting from procrastination. Um, It was an all-out seven-day mental fast for the cleansing of my mind and my heart. And I'll tell you, it's amazing um, what you are able to accomplish when your mind and your heart is clear. And so I don't know what kind of fast you guys went on, but hey, if you didn't, um, you know, do a fast. That's fine. Um, be led by the Holy Spirit in whatever you do. Um, but, you know, if you are feeling a little stagnated or a little stuck in your life um, and you want clarity and you want to be able to hear from the Lord clearly, I recommend this seven-day mental fast, okay? And so, again, you are just going to um, cut out um, entertaining negative thoughts. You're going to cut out um, replaying those feedback loops of negative thoughts. Experiences that have happened in your life, um, and you are going to just kind of cut off and, and not entertain, or I would say no longer service uh negativity, all right, in your mind and in your heart, all right. And then also for the next seven days, ask the Holy Spirit to burn at the root everything. Um, In your mind and heart, every seed in your mind and heart that was not planted by him. okay. And I guarantee you, um, God is going to work on your behalf and you are going to experience amazing uh, and amazing pruning, hallelujah, and cleansing of your mind and heart. All right. And so that was last week's broadcast. We are continuing on with 52 weeks of healing and deliverance. 52 weeks of healing and deliverance. And um, today, the word of the Lord is to take a drink. Take a drink. And we are going to be um, in the fourth chapter of John and the seventh chapter of John. Okay. The fourth chapter of John and the seventh chapter of John. Okay. Okay. Hallelujah. Um, In the seventh chapter, I want to read verses 37 through 39. And in the fourth chapter of John, I'm going to look at um, the woman at the well. Okay. Hallelujah. I want to encourage us to take a drink. Hallelujah. Jesus has made available to us this living water and we need to lay hold of it as often as we can. We need to sup and (laughs) sip, sup and sip on it as often as we can. Hallelujah. Okay, people of God, three questions we want to answer today, maybe four. One will be, what is living water? Okay. Two will be how do I drink this living water? Okay. Three will be what does it mean to never thirst again? Okay. What does that mean? And 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 last but not least, four. I've got a question. Why are so many people still thirsty? Why are so many people still thirsty? Uh, I think that question deserves. Uh, some exploration today hallelujah holy spirit lead us uh as we examine Uh, and look at your word, Father God. Give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we will know you better. Holy Spirit, remove everything that will hinder and block us from hearing and receiving the truth of your word, Lord God. And we pray, Father God, that every meditation of our hearts as we sit together in your word, as we dwell and abide with you in this hour, hallelujah, may what we do and say be pleasing and acceptable in your sight, For you are our Lord, you are our strength, and you are our Redeemer. In the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. It's time to take a drink. Um, John chapter 7, verse 37 says, On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let them come to me and drink. If anyone thirsts, let... Who believes... Let me, give me one moment, guys. He who... All right, do not disturb is on, okay. Awesome, I apologize. So he who believes... In me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. But um, he spoke this concerning the spirit whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. Hallelujah. He says, if anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. But this he spoke concerning the spirit whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. So what is this living water? The living water is Jesus Christ. Okay, the living water is jesus christ the living water is his holy spirit whom he has imparted to us okay this is the living water according to this 37th chapter of john okay it is water that is alive hallelujah it is alive it is able to impart and provide unto us who believe everything that we need okay So now that we know what the living water is, it is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It is his Holy Spirit whom we, uh, whom we who believe have received. Okay. And so then if we have already received the Holy Spirit, meaning that we have heard the message, the gospel um, of the truth and have believed unto salvation, being immersed, hallelujah, into uh, the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And having received the impartation of his Holy spirit, right? We have him indwelling in us, but how do we drink? How do we continue to drink this living water? And I think that the Lord gave us an excellent example of this, uh, with the woman at the well. Okay. Interestingly, Uh, Jesus goes through Samaria okay and the Bible says that he's tired from his journey and so he sits by the whale he sits by a whale chapter John chapter 4 verse 15 says the woman said to him well let me go back up Um, Jesus asks her for a drink okay just to kind of lay the context All right. And so they're having a discussion here. Verse 10, uh, Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Okay. Verse 11, the woman said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where when do you get that living water? She was curious, hallelujah, about this living water. She said, are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself as well as his sons and livestock? Verse 13 says, Jesus answered and said to her, whoever drinks this water from Jacob's well, whoever drinks this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give will never thirst hallelujah uh he says but the water that i shall give him will be in him a fountain it will be in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life hallelujah and so jesus the holy spirit is the fountain within us springing up into everlasting life how do we drink The lady was very curious about this living water. And so she says to him in verse 15, Sir, give me this water. Hallelujah. Give me this water that I may not thirst nor come here to draw water. See, she was looking for a solution. Hallelujah. Give me this water. And Jesus says to her, listen, this this right here is where we see how to drink. She asked for it. And and what is the next thing Jesus says? The next thing he says is, Go call your husband and come here. (laughs) And come and come here. She says, Go get Jesus says, go get your husband. All right. And so what we see happening here when Jesus says, Go get your husband, what he's doing is he is drawing her into truth. Hallelujah! Because listen. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He is truth. You can't even drink. You can't receive who he is except you stand in truth. And so when she says, give me this living water, what does he say? He says, go get your husband. And why does he say go get your husband he says that because he's bringing her he's calling her in the truth of what her life really looks like he's bringing her into the acknowledgement of what her situation really is hallelujah not so that he can Uh, disqualify her from the living water but so that he can stand with her in the loving reality of the truth of her life as it is because this is who Jesus is and this is what he does because he loves us hallelujah he doesn't abandon us but he stands with us and so he says to this woman at the well hallelujah he says to her go call your husband and come here. He is drawing her into a space of truth because to drink living water is to stand in truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And whenever we stand in truth, Jesus stands with us. And a lot of times, you know, we try to uh, fix things a certain way, uh, or say things a certain way to appease the Lord, you know, but God, hallelujah. He wants us to stand in truth, regardless of what it is and regardless of what it looks like. And so he draws her into this place because if she's really going to take this drink, she has to be willing to stand in truth because this living water, hallelujah, exposes everything. Verse 16 says, Jesus said to her, go call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you have said, well, I have no husband for you have had five husbands, and the one, the one whom you now have is not your husband. He says in that you spoke truly hallelujah the woman said to him sir i perceive that you are a prophet our fathers worshiped on this mountain and you jews say that in jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship and jesus said to her woman believe me the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in jerusalem worship the father you worship what you do not know he says we know what we worship for salvation is of the jews verse 23 says but the hour is coming and now is hear me he says the hour is coming and now is now is right now as he calls her into truth, he's also creating, hallelujah, a moment of worship. And I submit to you today that in order to drink the living water, two things must happen. One is standing in and acknowledging truth. And by standing in and acknowledging truth, that leads you into the second thing, which is worship. Hallelujah, verse 23 says, but the hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Listen, you can't even worship God if you cannot stand in the truth. Hallelujah. You can't even receive the drink of living water if we can't stand in the truth. And so until we can truly acknowledge who we are and true until we can truly stand in um, <clears> the <throat> the truth of our our depravity, the truth uh, of our unrighteousness, the truth of the fact that we are blind and naked, the truth of the fact that we need a savior, the truth of the fact, hallelujah, that we have not lived perfected lives, When we can stand in that truth, then we can get to the place of worship. Jesus said here as he spoke to this woman, now is that time. Hallelujah. Because as you are coming into this truth and you're seeing who you are, he says, you're also seeing who I am. And I'm not running from the truth of who you are. Jesus says, I'm standing right here with you. And he says, even as I stand with you in the truth of who you are, this drink of living water. Hallelujah. Hallelujah is still available to you because I love you because I see you and because I know you Jesus said hallelujah the father is seeking such to worship him for God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit hallelujah and in truth. We must worship in spirit and in truth. That means that my worship does not come from my flesh. My worship does not come from the soulish aspect of who I am, but my worship comes forth hallelujah by my spirit. It comes forth by the part of me that knows who God is. It comes forth from the part of me that is able to be in communion with him, hallelujah. And so in order to be in communion I must acknowledge the truth about my life, acknowledge the truth about myself, acknowledge the truth about my pride, acknowledge the truth about my shortcomings. Because even as I stand in truth, Jesus Christ stands with me. And Jesus stood in this space with the woman at the well. He didn't abandon her. Hallelujah. He didn't expose the fact that she had five husbands and was living with a man who was not her husband to embarrass her. He exposed her so that she could see who she is, but also that she, so that she could know, hallelujah, that even in the very presence of your lifestyle, that I stand with you and that I am hallelujah, the living water. He was saying to her, I know you're thirsty and I know what it is you want. I know what it is you need. And I'm here to let you know today that the men that were in your life couldn't provide that to you hallelujah the validation that you seek no man can give it to you but it is yours today I validate everything that you are hallelujah the intimacy that she was seeking out even in the five husbands and the current man who wasn't even hallelujah belonging to her the intimacy that she was seeking over all of those years and was unable to fully obtain Jesus was saying I'm gonna give you that intimacy and more hallelujah the connection that she was looking uh, in, for in humanity. Jesus was saying, hallelujah, I want to indwell you. Hallelujah, by my spirit, I am the living water. Jesus says that, hallelujah, as you stand in your truth, I'm going to stand with you and I want to satisfy in you, in your mind, in your heart, in the realm of your soul, everything that has been lacking. Hallelujah. Jesus said, God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. And Jesus said to her, I who speak, am he hallelujah and so he uh lays out who he is hallelujah yet the offer of living water still remains this is who you are and this is who i am and this is what i'm offering you hallelujah he's a loving god he's a merciful god he is a just god how do we drink this living water we drink the water hallelujah by standing in our truth and allowing jesus christ to stand with us we we drink the living water hallelujah by entering into that space of worship in spirit and in truth recognizing who we are hallelujah and then worshiping and giving him praise hallelujah for who he is he is the living water. He is the one who indwells us, the one who empowers us. He is the truth. He is the way. He is the light. He is the resurrection. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so what does it mean when scripture says you will never thirst again? Jesus says, give me this water so that you give, the, he says, let me go back to John chapter seven. He says, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Hallelujah. Let him come to me and drink. And as he told the woman at the well in uh, chapter four, he says, the water that I give you, drink of this water and you will never thirst again. What does it mean to never thirst again? Hallelujah. I submit to you today that never thirsting again has to do with the fact that when you receive Jesus Christ, that when you enter into this relationship with him, Hallelujah. He's saying that I'm giving you total access <laughs> to the source. He says you have access to the source. He says, I'm going to give you the whale and I'm going to make you a whale. Hallelujah. Listen, I'm going to give you the whale because I am the whale. I am the living water. I am. I am. I am. Listen. He says, I'm going to give you the whale this living water. He says, and I'm going to make you into a well because scripture says that out of his heart, what did he say? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. I'm going to make you a well and out of your heart is going to flow rivers of living water. What does it mean to never thirst again? It simply means that you now have the source. You now, hallelujah, have the well within. And not only do you have the well within, but you are, hallelujah, a living well. When you receive Christ, hallelujah, you receive the source, the one who fills all in all. Hallelujah. And so if scripture says that, you know uh you will we will never thirst again because we have been given the living water and we have access hallelujah to the source he has also put the well within us and made us a well. i have one last question today why is it that so many people are thirsty and and when i ask this question i understand why an unbeliever would be thirsty but I don't understand why a believer would be thirsty. How can you have the well? How can you be a well and still be thirsty? We have to consider that today because there are a lot of people who know who Jesus is, yet they are thirsty, hallelujah. And I want to uh, provide uh, an answer to that question. I believe that many people are thirsty simply because they have rejected the well within. Hallelujah. To drink somewhere else. Hallelujah. Hear me one more time. Some people are still thirsty, not because they don't have the source, but because they are rejecting the source. They are rejecting the well within. They are rejecting the Holy Spirit in order to drink somewhere else where are they drinking some people are drinking from the well of politics alone some people are drinking from the well of pop culture some people are drinking from the well of social media some people are drinking from the well of spiritualism some people are drinking from the well of sorcery and witchcraft some people have even to chose to drink from the well of astrology some people have chosen to drink from the well of mainstream media and some people have chosen to drink from the well of religion. I said that they are thirsty, not because they don't have the source, but because they are rejecting the well within to drink somewhere else. And I tell you today that if you drink from these other wells, you will be Uh, dissatisfied because they will not fill you the way that you need to be filled. Hallelujah. They will not bring cleansing to you. They will not restore you. The well within brings healing. The well within brings deliverance. The well within brings hallelujah. Hallelujah, the well within brings restoration, and so Jesus is saying, Drink from the well within. I am giving you the source, I am the source within you, so that you will never thirst. But if you drink from these other uh wells, you will continue to be thirsty because those wells do not satisfy. I submit to you today that they have rejected the well within in order to drink someone else hallelujah they have chosen to rely on alternative sources rather than relying on the provision that god has made for us in jesus christ our lord i don't know about you today but I wanna take a drink, hallelujah. And I stand in the truth of everything that I am and I acknowledge that I'm not a perfect person. I acknowledge that I do fall short of the glory of God, but I promise you today that I am so grateful that even in the midst of my wrongdoing, even in the midst of my failure, even in the midst of my coming up short, that Jesus Christ stands with me and he continues to offer me, hallelujah, a drink of his living water so that I can be mended, so that I can be restored. Listen, it's just like David said in the 23rd Psalm, when he said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because I have the source within, because I have the well within, I don't have to want. I just have to turn to him. Hallelujah. I turn to him in truth and I turn to him in worship. Knowing, hallelujah, that he stands with me and that he is for me and that he loves me and that he is faithful to me and that everything in my life he has an answer for. If I've got questions, he's got answers. If i got problems, he's got solutions. No matter what it is that I need, hallelujah, it is in this indwelling source. Everything that I need is in the well. Everything that I need is in this living water and so he is indeed my shepherd and I shall not want because he makes me lie down in green pastures. He's leading me beside still waters and restoring my soul. Hallelujah. He's leading me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake and even when I walk through the valley of the shadows of death. I fear no evil because I know that he is with me. His rod and his staff they comfort me. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He and anoints my hair with oil and my cup runs over surely goodness and mercy they follow me hallelujah all the days of my life and I dwell before and in the house of the Lord forever listen it is time to take a drink if you feel dry <laughs> I, I I encourage you to take a drink if you uh feel that you need clarity and direction if you're feeling weak, Listen, take a drink. Jesus says, I am the source. I have given myself to you. I know who you are. He says, and I'm going to stand in your truth, hallelujah, with you because my truth always prevails, and my love for you will always cover you. I encourage you today to take that drink. Hallelujah. Listen, this is about forever. My name is Dr. Ebony Robinson. Um, Until next time, you guys be blessed.